A Happy New Year to you all. It's the first Red Dice Diaries episode of 2020. And whatever the year ahead may bring, it's certain to bring some role-playing goodness. And I'm going to chat today about the workbook, 30 Days of World Building, an author's step-by-step guide to building fictional worlds by A. Trevenna. Okay, so to those of you who are not aware, my plan in 2020 is inspired in large part by Mike, aka Chicago Wizards podcast, where he talks about his long-running D&D campaign world, also incorporating some War Games elements into it. And I'll put a link to his excellent podcast, The Dungeon Master's Handbook, in the show notes to this episode. I really do recommend you check that out. And listening to his back catalogue recently got me thinking that, yeah, the appeal of the the long-running campaign world is always one of the things that sort of appealed to me about D&D, but for various factors... I've never really sort of thrown my weight into it. Uh, I tried a little bit in the early days, but uh, due to the various vagaries of real life, it never sort of happened. And I sort of got into the mindset that, well, if it wasn't going to happen, I didn't need to worry about it. So I I just sort of contented myself with reflavoring existing campaign worlds, some of which have been absolutely great and using them rather than building a world from scratch. And I still think there's a certain amount to be said for taking familiar elements and reskinning them. I think that's a very valuable skill to have. However, listening to Chicago Wizards podcast did make me think that, yeah, that's something I'd like to try and do again. So with the new year coming up, as was back then, now we're actually into it. I thought that it would be good to have a project to kick things off in 2020. So my project is going to be creating this campaign world that I hope to run a number of different games in. So I've already made my mind up that I wanted to use the old school essentials rules for this particular world because it's D&D and that's mostly what I play and what I'm familiar with. And I want to focus on the world rather than having to deal with like loads of new mechanics and stuff like that. Nothing wrong with new games, you know, play whatever you want. And I do quite admire these people who can like pick up loads of different games and get into them straight away. However, I've got quite a poor memory and it takes me a while to pick these things up now. So I don't really want to get into that. I want to focus more on creating the actual world and running the games. So... Old School Essentials is what I'm going with. But I thought if I'm going to go with a tried and true rule system, sort of like Old School Essentials, which is a version of BXD and D, I wanted to at least put a bit of a spin or like reskin the world a bit so it wasn't just your standard sort of pseudo medieval fantasy world. And I floated a couple of ideas out there. I did a poll on Twitter and the results were pretty close. I floated the idea of doing a sort of a a fantasy version of Roman-occupied ancient Britain, or a fantasy version of a sort of colonial gothic slash black powder setting. Now, I've decided to go with the colonial black powder setting, and I'll say right now as a disclaimer that it's not going to be 
a historically accurate in any way sort of version of the Americas. It's going to be a fantasy world inspired by that. And you may have seen that I've already started to get some links for useful materials together on my blog. And I certainly plan to continue doing that. And I'll be publishing articles on the blog with a little bit more detail about the world creation as I go along. So in the closing stages, probably the last week or so of 2019, I was looking around. I had a couple of vouchers on Amazon and I was looking around for something to spend them on. When I came across this workbook, 30 Days of World Building by A. Trevenna, and I apologize to the author if I've mispronounced your name. And to read you the back blurb off the back of this workbook, it says, Overwhelmed by creating fantasy worlds? Lost in your world, unsure where to go next, 30 days of world building breaks the task into manageable chunks. By following 30 creative prompts, this book will give you from an idea to a full world. The workbook will help you to break the epic task of world building into easy steps, build a full and complete world with prompts you may not have thought of, tie your world building into your story to increase tension and conflict, bring your world building back to your characters to get your readers hooked. The book also includes a bonus lesson on building magic systems that work. By completing just one prompt each day, you can have a fully created fantasy world in a month. You will also have an invaluable book of world building notes to keep beside you as you write. So, as you've probably gathered from that, the idea of this workbook, once you get past the introduction where the author talks about their own background in fiction and how they got into writing, which is all quite interesting the author goes on to talk about breaking down the tasks. And you may have gathered that this is more built for those who are writing fiction rather than being particularly specifically for those who are writing RPGs. Although RPGs are mentioned a little in the introductory material. And I certainly think a lot of the prompts in here are applicable to them. And essentially what it is is the idea is that this is a workbook that you can actually write your stuff down in this book. Now, if like me, the mere suggestion of writing in a book results in someone being like, and me sort of retreating like I'm the witch in The Wizard of Oz and someone has just thrown water on me. I'm. If you like writing in books, fair enough. You know, they're your books. You've paid for them. Do what you want with them. Crack on. F for me, personally... I'm really not a fan of writing in books, especially if it's something like a workbook like this, where I'm like, if I write in it though, and then I want to use the workbook again, I've either got to buy another copy of it, or I've got to just write it out again in another book. So why not just write it out in another book and keep the original pristine? But that's just one of my personal foibles. I suppose it's neither here nor there. So what sort of prompts do you get in the book? Well, since we're on the first day of 2020 let's have a slightly more detailed look at day one's prompt genre and setting and it says in the book the genre of your book can have a really big impact on its setting and how much of your world you actually need to map for example a space opera may require an entire galaxy with multiple planets each with their own world building requirements alternatively you may be mapping a single spaceship with epic fantasy the clues in the name you're probably going to be creating a vast amount of world however urban fantasy might only need a single city or even just a single street so your genre can help determine how much setting you need likewise your chosen setting can help to determine your genre 
If you're unsure, there are many resources online that give a description of all of the different subgenres. Remember that genre requirements can be quite fluid and your story may blend two or more of them together. It's also the case that new subgenres emerge with conventions of their own. And then that, that takes about half of a single page and then the rest of the page is left blank for you to fill in the description of your setting and the genre. Now, I've been thinking about this. Obviously, certain amounts of my genre have already been defined. Because like I say, I want to do this sort of colonial sort of black powder setting so we've got a bit of the technology level defined we know that it's colonial so the the people there are colonists settling from uh, presumably a more established country they're sort of like pilgrims founding fathers if you will settling down and i like this whole idea of a sort of frontier style game where much of the land is at least to the settlers unexplored uh, it has uh, native indigenous people for them to be dealing with uh, and obviously i'm not trying to make light of what happened in the real world here but there will be heroes and villains on both sides in this fantasy version of a sort of colonial era that i'm going to create and i think it could work well as a sort of like points of light uh, setting which is something I personally remember first seeing in 4th edition D&D, although I'm sure it existed apart from that. And the idea of that being that there are these points of light, these points of civilization, and beyond that is like dangerous wilderness, uncharted territory. And I think that could work really well for this sort of colonial idea. There's like only a couple of sort of larger settlements that are established, and the rest is like frontier settlements struggling, particularly in winter, which is where I envision the setting starting, trying to struggle to make ends meet, you know, combating threats from the wilderness, from hostile natives, trying to deal with misunderstandings. And of course, there will be some colonists, um, some of the forces moving in, who are quite ruthless in their dealings with the indigenous people and who are just seeking to claim glory and profit for themselves at all costs and damn the rest of the people so i think it's a very interesting mix of potential storylines for them so what else does 30 days of world building offer well as the as i said at the start effectively there's 30 different prompts in there and these range from genre and setting drawing your map plotting water sources and where the capital is all the way up to important trade towns gender roles employment class divides and social mobility festivals and celebrations technology historical events and finally we have the bonus section creating a magic system in which the author talks a little bit about how to craft a magic system that ties into your genre and enforces the, the sort of elements of your campaign setting that you really want to bring to the fore. And now, I know I said that I didn't really want to mess around with the rules here, but I do feel that magic is potentially one of the most house-ruled parts of D&D in existence. So, well, I think what I'm probably going to do when I get to that bonus section is I'm going to have a bit of a look around, see if there's a, 
a sort of optional system that I like more. If not, I can use the default old school essentials version. If there is something I like a bit more, I'll maybe look at tweaking or reskinning it a little bit to tie it in with the setting, and we'll see where we go from there. But that's going to be at the end of the process once other stuff has been defined. So in terms of how the book's set out, each of these prompts takes up about half a page to a page in terms of the writing. It gives you a very basic sort of description and a few little pointers as to what sort of things you should be writing about. And then there's normally half a page to a page and a half of blank space for you to fill in your notes. There's no real artwork aside from a couple of borders in the book. And it's pretty much a black and white, very functional book. Is it going to set your world on fire with its artistic merits? No. Is it potentially a very useful spur to the imagination? And would it be very handy as a workbook if you can bring yourself to fill it in? Yes, I think it would. And as a book that's not particularly highly priced um, from Amazon, costing just under $10, you really could buy a copy of this, fill it in, and then if you needed another copy for a campaign, it wouldn't cost you a great deal to buy another copy, which is, I think, what you really want to go for with this style of a book. And also it explains, you know, keeping the cost down by paying out on art and whatever. This is definitely a book that favours function over form and i'm a big fan of it especially for a workbook style item like this and finally we round off with a little bit about angeline trevenna who was born and bred in a rural corner of devon so a fellow person from the uk there which is always a good thing now lives in the in central england working as a horror and fantasy author poet and journalist and you can find out more about her at www.angelinetrevena.co.uk i think all in all as an inexpensive workbook that serves as some valuable prompts to the imagination i think this is pretty good to be honest i certainly don't begrudge the the ten dollars that i spent on it from amazon I don't think there's anything particularly groundbreaking in the book, and I'm sure you could probably find other sources for these prompts. But then the book doesn't set out to do anything particularly groundbreaking. It just sets out to serve as a useful workbook and an aid memoir and a spur to your creativity, which I think it accomplishes very well. And I'm certainly planning to use it in the future myself. So I'll put a link to where you can get this from on Amazon in the description and the author's website. Give it a look, it might be for you. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to do one of these prompts each day during January because that may or may not be feasible. I don't know how chaotic my schedule is going to be. But my intent is that I'm going to work my way through these prompts in this book and I'll probably do a blog post for each of the prompts as I do them. So helping me to build up at least the very basics of this colonial black powder campaign as I go along. So hopefully you'll keep up with me and you'll enjoy those blog posts. If you've got any questions about them, obviously feel free to comment on the blog when they go up. Or you can drop me messages at anchor or you can contact me at reddicediaries at gmail.com. If you, don't, if you want to leave a voicemail and you don't like the one minute sort of runtime, 
that you get on Anchor. You can always record a message as an MP3 and attach it to an email, sending it to reddicediaries at gmail.com. I really do enjoy listening to your voicemails and responding to them. So, I'm sure I will be podcasting more about this campaign setting I'm trying to create in the future. Hopefully you'll come along for the ride with me, and I will speak to you all soon. So, I hope you all have a great new year, and until I speak to you again, whatever you're playing, whatever games you're running, have fun, and may your dice always roll 20s. Speak to you soon. Take care. Exotica.